Welcome to the Healthy Me episode four. I'm Trina Felber, registered nurse and CEO of Primal Life Organics. I believe there's a healthy person living in everyone. The Healthy Me is designed to help you call up your healthy self, step out of your comfort zone, shake things up, and get results. So let's find and empower your healthy me. Today I am joined by Jody Cohen, founder of Vibrant Blue Oils. She is a nutritional therapy practitioner, award-winning journalist, yoga enthusiast, and busy mom of two young kids, and I know what that's like. Her journey to essential oils began with her own health struggles. She was anxious, exhausted, and her kids weren't sleeping. They were struggling with attention and focus issues, trying everything she could to think of including intensive, restrictive diets that were exhausting to implement and sustain, loads of expensive supplements, and all sorts of therapies. They all helped a little, but underlying issues lingered. So essential oils changed all that. They worked immediately and powerfully and were not exhausting and expensive to maintain. Her kids even liked them so much that they asked for them, which was never the case with kale, no matter how much effort went into preparing it. (laughs) I love that. She has devoted her time, energy, and passion to creating proprietary blends and the education to support them to empower individuals like you and me and healthcare practitioners to integrate essential oils into their lives so they can heal. Jody, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So first of all, I want to say uh, Jody and I have had the pleasure of meeting. Over a year ago, we met um, at a um, Mindshare event put on by JJ Virgin, and where um, health practitioners from around the world come to collaborate and um, share. So it was a joy to meet you. We connected right away. And I love what you have to offer because I'm a total believer, obviously, in essential oil therapy. Thank you. And I love what you have to offer too. It's really interesting. So I, um, I've got some thyroid issues that give me really dry skin and your formulations are the best I've ever found. They're fantastic and I love them and they're so helpful. But it never, it was kind of like, you know, treading water. Like it would get me through that day and then I'd need more the next day. And finally I realized I wasn't exfoliating. And so I had all this (laughs) dead skin that was kind of blocking the nutrients from getting to me. And so once I added that in, it was like, oh my God, my skin got so much better so quickly. Well, so sometimes those tiny things. It's the tiny things. And when you say that, that's really funny because I just had a customer. I did a Facebook Live last week. Um, and someone was asking me, do I really need to exfoliate? And I said, well, if you think about putting a Band-Aid on your skin and then trying to put oil or really good moisturizer on top of that Band-Aid, a little bit might soak in, but you have to rip the Band-Aid off. And those dead skin cells really are preventative of allowing a lot of that to seep in. So thank you. You just like reiterated exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's so true. And it's true with our body, too. Like, so much of the nutritional advice it's not wrong it's great it's like you need fat for the brain you need this and it's 100% true but what they're not realizing is that you need to make room in the cell for the nutrients by cleaning out the garbage the garbage it's all about it's all about cell so tell me about vibrant blue oils tell me about you how you got started what's what was your passion behind this because I know there's a huge passion behind this Yeah, you know, it was kind of an accident. Like I got into nutrition, my second child had some behavioral issues. And 
one day we were on a group play day and my friend was like, oh my gosh, she's behaving so well. And you have those proud moments of like, oh, I'm such a good mom. And then someone passed out Ritz crackers as a snack and he literally Jekyll Hyde and he picked up a shovel and hit the kid next to him. And she said, oh my gosh, I've never seen that reaction from him from food. You know, my brother was on Ritalin his whole life and it turned out he was just allergic to weird foods. You should look at that. And I thought I can do that. I've done everything else. Why not? And we changed his diet and his whole demeanor changed, his behavior changed, our cue used to be like, look at my nose, you know, and he was all over the place, and then we did look at my nose, he's like, oh, okay, mom, what do you mean? And wow. it was so profound that I got into nutrition, and, you know, I went totally gluten and dairy-free, and stopped shopping at Costco, and started making everything, which is really labor-intensive, and it, it got him pretty far, but, you know, we weren't, it was like treading water, but you weren't totally on shore. Right. And then um, his dad is bipolar, and that was a kind of onset after we had children. And so I, I, I honestly didn't know what it was or what to do, and I was just trying, you know, to keep the plates all spinning. Like I was overfunctioning for him and overfunctioning with my kids, and um, ultimately he really crashed hard and had to be hospitalized. And the minute he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him safe. I collapsed because it was finally safe for me to fall apart. Well, you were exhausted. Yeah, it was um, adrenal fatigue, I think, times like 20. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, you have kids. You have to still, someone has to make them breakfast and pack their lunch. You, you, find, you do what you have to do when you have to do it. And as soon as something gives and you can fall apart, you fall apart. You have no choice. Yeah. Your body gives out. But your body is resilient. You know that. Your body is resilient and will do whatever it has to do to fight. And that's the fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system um, yes. in action. And it's almost impossible to convert it back to a sympathetic system to, or the parasympathetic system. Yeah, it's very hard. That's that's 100% right, and that's what happened to me. It's called sympathetic dominance or sympathetic overdrive. It's a little bit like you get stuck. You know, if you think about changing gears when you're driving, you get stuck in you know high speed and you can't downshift because you're you're just trapped. And and so, and I, no, I think that a lot of the world functions in the sympathetic system, sympathetic yes. nervous system. I think like on a day to day basis society functions on that stress and anxiety and I have to get it done and my cell phone keeps going off and I have to answer that text and I have to check my Facebook and I have to do this. That's all bombarding us um, and our sympathetic nervous system can't process it fast enough. So yeah. help us convert because what you've done is figured out a way and I want to know, I know you talked a little bit at the Mindshare about the science behind it. So I also want to touch on yeah. the science behind why and how can we convert pretty easily into our parasympathetic. So go, let's talk a little bit about the difference between the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. Yeah, okay. Well, really quickly. So what happened is someone gave me oils. Oh, and yeah. Somehow I was so, um, I, you know, desperation is the mother of all invention. I tested them like I would supplements and made some formulas. And to that point, um, I had been practicing yoga for a long time. And so I knew that deep breathing really helped. And I'm kind of a lifelong learner and a research geek. So 
I figured out it's this vagal nerve, this vagal nerve that starts at the back of our neck and kind of wraps around. It's really accessible right here. And then through every organ of the digestion and the heart and the kidneys and every organ that really, you know, you need to function. And you're exactly right. So when there's an emergency, be it, you know, a lion chasing us or I think of traffic, like how often is another car going to change into your lane and they don't see you and you kind of, you mobilize, you press the horn, maybe you slow down or speed up and somehow you avert an accident. And then what's supposed to happen and, and what happens in that case is that the blood rushes to the external organs, to the muscles so that you can run fast and flee, you mobilize energy, a sugar, and then you're supposed to, you know, in the old days, the tiger was chasing you, you would run really fast you'd collapse and then you'd return to normal and you'd reset. Like there's a great book, um, Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. You know, <laughs> because <laughs> they're out in nature and they're running really fast and they collapse. But what happens in modern time, you're exactly right. It can even be, you know, this political environment is so stressful that checking Facebook can make you kind of adrenalized because that's anticipatory stress. So if you think about it, if your village burned down because of fire and suddenly you smell fire, you're going to go into that hyper response. So anything, it could even be um, a memory of abuse or trauma. If you're on the replay button, that can trigger the stress response. So it's very easy to get stuck in that sympathetic survival state where everything that's not critical to survival basically is shut down, and that includes your immune system and your ability to um, anti-inflame, you know, or to inflame. Because if you're running fast and you twist your ankle and it blows up, then guess what happens? The lion's going to eat you. So that gets downregulated, and that's fine for a while. Yeah, you can't but function if your like that. system <laughs> is turned off for two years, that's why people suddenly like, oh, I suddenly have cancer or I suddenly have autoimmunity. No, it's that the stress basically was so strong that the immune system turned off yeah. and wasn't functioning, and then all these viruses that were dormant kind of took over. Yeah, and so that's oh. exactly what happened with you. Exa yeah. And you collapsed pretty much and yeah, totally and yeah and you and you ended up with this gift of oils essential oils and how did that change your life yeah it was interesting the friends showed up and they brought this big box of oils and they said this is going to help you and I, I didn't really know what they were saying I couldn't really comprehend it but then they left and um, I was too, my brain was like so frazzled, I couldn't deal with going online and researching. So I just thought, well, I, I test people all day long for supplements. I know how to do that. And I know it's my adrenals. Is anything in here going to help my adrenals? So I, I tested them and got five oils, which felt like a lot. And then I got this idea, oh, I can combine them. So I went in the kitchen and I was such a novice, I literally pulled out a shot glass and was like, okay. That's how it always starts, a shot glass, right? No. <laughs> It was. It was, a, it was an amazing shot. So I, I made my own little potion, and I was, you know, you have these voices that are, you know, self-doubt, like, what am I doing? But then I applied them on my low back, on my adrenals, and um, I'm a lifelong runner, and the thing that was the most surprising to me when I hit rock bottom, running always brought me joy. Yeah. But in that moment, it was too overwhelming. Like, I couldn't even fathom running. It just felt like too much, so I didn't do it for um, a while, which was unusual for me. And suddenly I was like, oh my God, I could go running. And I felt like me again. So I went running and then I came home. I was like, oh my God, I could take a shower. And you know, like I shower every day, but when you're depressed, like that feels like a chore. Right. You know? And then I like did the dishes and did the laundry and went to the supermarket and all these things that felt like too much. And so I realized there's something really here and I didn't know why they worked, but I just, 
I created one for insomnia. And then because I had been doing yoga for so long and was obsessed with the parasympathetic state and the vagus nerve, I had done some research. They actually uh, began implanting this kind of almost pacemaker-like device right here, which would stimulate the vagus nerve to trigger the parasympathetic response. And they were finding it was really helpful for depression and epilepsy and all these things. So it always kind of stood out in my mind, you know, like um, Tatis Karazian has all these techniques you can like gag yourself until you start to cry. That sounds you great. Gargle. <laughs> I know it's not really appealing, right? Splash your face with freezing water. There are a lot of ways to trigger the vagus nerve that all felt kind of invasive and uncomfortable. But I was like, oh, I wonder if I could do it with oils. And so I, it's, it's so interesting to me. I've tested clove and lime worked. And it turns out clove is the most stimulatory oil. Wow. And then lime has the smallest molecules. So it's a little bit like, you know, when two, when, when, a real, when two people marry each other and sometimes the children get the best features of both parents. Right. It's a little bit like a blend. So you can take really small molecules and combine them with really stimulatory. And what's interesting is the brain requires small molecules to pass through. So only the smallest molecules can pass through the blood-brain barrier. Yeah, the blood-brain barrier. That's It's a protective mechanism built by the body to prevent any large molecules to cross over and contaminate or cause issues. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, that's... No, thank you. No, that, that was perfect definition. You're, you're spot on. And what, what else is interesting is that fat solubility seems to help facilitate easier passage, like even really small water molecules can't get through. And I believe this is one reason that um, essential fatty acids like omega-3s are so good. Oh, yeah. You know, or if you if you do a lot of nutritional work, a lot of the liposomal remedies like liposomal melatonin seems to be more effective than pills. Well, and, and on another note, like my expertise comes in with like um, your, your brain is majority fat. It, the, the, yes. your, the makeup of your brain is mostly fat. So you want fat in fat because like, you know, complements yes. like the only pro the other problem though here's here's the flip side of how true this is deodorants that contain aluminum yes can be the aluminum can pass through it loves fatty tissue and one of yes. the closest like from your underarm the, one of the closest fatty tissues is your brain and so that's why the aluminum has been linked to alzheimer's victims they have found the aluminum in the brains of alzheimer's victims so it's yes. i mean it's true it's proof that things can get in it does pass um good or bad but um regardless we want the good in there not the bad yes Yes. Well, and that's also, you're, you're 100% right. That's how aluminum gets in, and it's also, it helps to get aluminum out. Right. There are ways like melatonin and um, some of our oils that kind of help open up the lymphatic system. So talk about so that, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what we're finding is that, so oils are kind of like, you know that, that hard part of your back to scratch, like neither arm can kind of reach it, so you need maybe a back scratcher or someone else's hand to get there. Right. So the brain is kind of like that. It's really hard to get the right remedy into the right region of the brain. You know, and food um, and supplements, they have to go through the digestive channel, so they don't always get there. So it's hard to get things in and it's hard to get things out. And our neck is kind of the main doorway to get the good things in and the bad things out and that's where the bottleneck occurs like a lot of practitioners chiropractors they're working here to here yeah you know and this is why traumatic brain injuries and concussions anything that kind of compromises either the bones the veins the lymph or the nerves 
impedes the ability to get the blood-rich oxygen into the brain and the toxins out. Right. And this is where essential oils, I think, play a really nice role. You know, I, I would never say they cure everything. Right. I think they're really nice and they have the potential to cure a lot. But where they really shine is helping you move things in and out of the neck to the brain. And it's, um, you know, in the realm of health and, uh, and, you know, fitness and beauty and all of that, we all know it's not just diet, it's exercise too. And it's yes. not just skincare, it's what you're eating. And it's not just putting things in your body, it's getting them out. So yes. it's not, it's an adjunct to what you're doing. It's not just taking supplements, but it's putting a supplement someplace else that yes. could possibly you know, work better just because of the way it's formulated and the way your body absorbs it and the way that yeah. it actually can get into the place that you want it to get in. Exactly. It's layering. It's like biking with the wind at your back. Like when you combine exfoliating and moisture, you know, the combination is better than the single. And that's, that's exactly what I'm saying, you know, or dry skin. It just means that the nutrients aren't necessarily getting in and, you know, the toxins aren't necessarily leaving the cells and getting into the lymph and being able to exit. And there, there are a lot of reasons for that, right? But one of them is kind of what I call the bottleneck and congestion in the neck area. And so, you know, structure is important, going to see a chiropractor, making sure you have alignment. But then also one of the things that we both know about, the toxins in the mouth, right? You know, and it can be from dental cavitations from a root canal or a wisdom tooth. It can be from amalgams. It can be any sort of infection. And where does that drain? It drains right here. Right. So if there is an infection in the mouth, it goes here to drain. It can't drain because the lymph isn't moving, so it stays here. And there's this transport system where it can actually get into the vasculature, and instead of going down, it can go back up. Up, yeah. It can infect this vagus nerve. This is what we often see with autism. You know, if there's any kind of metal that gets into the brain, which can happen because they give so much aluminum combined in those vaccines, and then it basically toxifies this nerve. So if this nerve is toxified, then it cannot send the signal downstream. It can't send the neurotransmitter acetylcholine to tell the heart rate to slow down. This is why you see root canals correlated with heart attacks because they have a root canal, then they get an infection, then the infection infects the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve can't send the signal to slow the heart rate down and you have a heart attack. Wow. So what, what we're trying to do with oils is kind of clean out. It's almost like a traffic accident. We're trying to send the ambulance to kind of clean things up so that the lanes are open so that nutrients can flow both ways so that you can open up the vasculature and the circulation so the blood can get into the brain and also drain out. And the lymphatic system piggybacks on the circulatory system. So we also want to move the lymph out. And then if there's any toxicity in the nerve, that it's a little bit like a bottleneck. You just can't get through. So we're trying to break that up by manually stimulating the vagus nerve so that all the downstream function works. And that drops you into the parasympathetic state and everything else. You're talking about right behind the ears for the for our listeners that are listening, not viewing, because we we have this as an audio as well as the video. But so describe exactly what you're talking about. Can't does it work when you put it on your wrist, or are you f primarily focusing on the vagus nerve and the area behind your ear? You know what's interesting is it, it it does work in different areas. It works best 
when you put it, if you feel right behind your earlobe, yeah, at the bottom of your earlobe, and you feel that bone, yeah, that, that ridge, mastoid bone, yeah, that is exactly where this vagus nerve is most accessible to the surface. So if you put an oil there, it pretty much goes immediately into the nerve and stimulates it. If you're sensitive to oils, smelling it also seems to work. Okay, so let's talk for a minute about what you've created because you've created some specific, I want to say, oil blends for um, like sleep. And I know I've used the sleep and the parasympathetic and I love them. And actually, I took the um, parasympathetic with me when we went on vacation. I have the little one that you had given me and I have that in my bag. And every time we go on vacation, um, when because the kids are always up and they're wild and crazy. So when it's bedtime, I take out the oil and I put a drop and I will rub it behind their ears so that they can like convert to this parasympathetic and go to sleep nice and um, calm. And they love it. They they that's what they look forward to. So talk a little bit about what you've created um, and the the blends and you know why or. Yeah. Well, one thing that I found, it's really interesting. I mean, oils have become super popular and there are really great resources that tell you what every single oil does. And I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. Like someone's already doing that well. What I found though, which is interesting to me, is that when you combine the oils, it's almost an all chemical experience. It changes them. It's like if you've ever gone to a restaurant and they have a dish that has you know foods that you would never think to combine, but somehow it's amazing and it tastes totally different. That's what you can do with oils. You can take you know the stimulatory effect of one and the small molecules of another, and you create something that's totally different. And so, what I'm really trying to do is bring the body back into balance, right? Because I believe when the body is in balance, it can heal. And so, part of that is kind of it's almost like rebooting your phone, right? You know, it's glitching, you don't quite know what's going on, and you just turn it off and turn it back on, and it kind of works again. I feel like the body can do that a little bit, too, and it's almost like um, there's this blueprint of the way, you know, we're supposed to be, and that's how stem cells form when you're a fetus, and it kind of goes into perfect alignment, and then wear and tear or whatever, you kind of wear it out. This is one reason that stem cell injections, I think, work. Did I lose you? Because it's kind of like as long as you return to the blueprint, the original blueprint, the original reboot, the factory installation, you're good. And oils and plants have the same kind of blueprint as humans. Yeah, well, you're speaking my language. And I think um, a lot of my customers, viewers, fans, whatever, you know, family, extended family out there um, from Primal Life Organics as well as the Healthy Me, speak the same language of balance and returning to the balance that we are given. And whether that be your stem cell, which is your basic cell that can convert into anything. Um, and, you know, stem cell therapy has become so popular um, and is gaining popularity because it's so effective. But resetting the body back to neutral is sort of like the parasympathetic mode yes. that you're talking about. You ha- Like we function, I don't know if people understand this out there, but because it happened to me as well. Like what you describe also happened to me in a different way. You know, building a family, building a business, and all the stress that goes along with it. And then when I finally had my team, I sort of crashed. And then that's when some of the illnesses and my back pain and things like that started to surface because they could. Um, yeah. So and the same type of things that you talk about, but I didn't realize I was really in the sympathetic mode all the time. It wasn't even like at nighttime I could sleep. Like you think you're asleep, but you're really not. And I've talked in the past too about um, 
really your brain doesn't even know that it's time to go to sleep. I would, I have a sleep app and I monitor it. And it wasn't until recently that I started going to bed and telling my brain, go to sleep, go to yeah. a deep sleep. It's okay, go to sleep. It's amazing the nights I forget to do that, I'm all over the place on my sleep app. But when I tell my brain to go to sleep, I go up and I'm in a deep sleep until I wake up. So it's the same type of thing that you, your body is going to move, like motion stays in motion. So your yeah. body's gonna move until you make the break and say, here, you can calm down and stop. And that's what yes. the parasympathetic, but we're, we're such in a driven state. Well, I, lo I love that. I think that's a wonderful takeaway for listeners. If you get nothing else out of this, tell your brain to go to sleep. You can use <laughs> my oil, any oil. Just give yourself that permission to shift gears it, yeah. and let yourself return back to balance. And, you know, sleep, there's one thing I want to say about that. One of the reasons that we have the sleep oil, sleep is the most healing thing. It's not just that your body rests and repairs, but they now know that there is a lymphatic system in your brain and it's basically like it can't turn on when you're awake. You have to be in deep sleep. And then the brain actually shrinks and shuts down and allows this. And that's detoxifying. Right. Right. And that's if, if you're not detoxifying your brain, then the toxins never get out. It's kind of like um, our house has become the house where my kids' friends hang out. So we often have 10 people here. And I love them. I love them. Love them. But when they leave and I'm able to clean the entire house and vacuum and throw out all the garbage, I'm kind of thrilled too. You need to kind of clean house. Yeah. And so if you're sleeping and an app is good, um, like some of melatonin is good, we have an oil called circadian rhythm. Yeah. And how, so for your oils, how yeah. often do you recommend using them? Like if you're using the parasympathetic one because you, you feel like you're always in the adrenal mode or the, paras yeah. or the sympathetic mode. What is the recommendation how to be effective, especially when you're just starting? Like, is a starting yeah. dose more than, like, a maintenance dose? So talk about that, how you would actually yeah, that's, use. that's a great, yeah, because therapeutic is different. And it's a little bit, like, minimum before meals and just a little bit before meals. But maximum, it could be all the time. Like, when I was having, I used to have panic attacks. Mm -hmm. I would carry it with me, actually smelling it through the left nostril. This is interesting when you're having anxiety. Oh, yeah. It's a great frontal lobe that's overacting. Yeah. So if you stimulate the left lobe by smelling something through the left nostril that helps immediately so it's wait cool. say that again that is so okay. cool that's so important and my people would like everybody out there would love that so if okay. you're smelling like is it like certain essential oils uh, I know you have your parasympathetic mode but um they could, they could even go to the supermarket and buy lavender it doesn't matter so I mean, it's use, closing yeah. your right nostril and sniffing yeah, through your left through your left nostril because the olfactory system is actually the factory cells are brain cells, and right. the nose is the only area where the brain is directly exposed to the environment. So if you smell something through your left nostril, it immediately travels up and stimulates the left frontal lobe. So that is the easiest way, especially for you, for your children. I have a perfectionist who gets really anxious about homework. So we do that a lot, and that's a really Well, let me tell you, in anesthesia, because that's my background is anesthesia, yeah. inhalation inductions, that's the reason we do them, because you inhale the anesthetic, it goes straight to your brain and puts you to sleep very quickly. So it's the same method as what yeah. you're talking about. It's the same idea. Like, you can quickly get that response. It's, it's one of the fastest responses, guys, out there. If you want to calm yourself or calm your child, that's yeah. a quick response um, using an essential oil. So kudos. Yeah, no, and that that kind of saved my life. 
you know, like I don't, I hope no one has panic attacks. They're awful, but you know, you're in there and often it's in you know, a party or a social situation where you can't really just leave. So you have to find a way to um, self-soothe. Um, but sleep, uh, the, the sleep oil is circadian rhythm and you can apply it kind of right above the head, sides of the ears, back of the head. And what it does is it triggers the natural release of melatonin. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that's challenging in our environment today, it's not just the toxins, but it's the negative synergies between the toxins. So you mentioned aluminum from the deodorant that gets into the brain, the aluminum and kind of throws off the pineal glands ability to release melatonin glyphosate, which is what they spray on GMO crops in Roundup Ready, also interacts in kind of a negative way. So you have, you know, all of these barriers against you and against these poor children that are coming up in these toxic worlds. So one way to, you know, negatively offset them, you know, you can you can reduce the bad things and also expand the good. Yeah. Is to trigger the natural release of melatonin or use melatonin. It's a great detoxifying agent. It allows the brain to drop into that REM sleep so that the um, lymphatic system, the brain lymphatic system, which is called the glymphatic system, can kind of wash through the brain, clean out the toxins. Hopefully your neck is able to let it drain down, and then it just leaves your body. So it's one less problem to deal with. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. I want to thank you so much for being on here. Is there anything else you want to add that we didn't touch on? Um, I guess the only thing I, I want to add is that I think there's a lot of fear around essential mm-hmm. oils that people might do it wrong or you might buy the wrong brand. I don't. I, I kind of want to put that to rest. I, I would encourage you not to be afraid. You're not going to do it wrong. You know, you're safe. You can buy oils at your supermarket. If you, you know, it's a little bit like you can buy clothes at Target, right? And they're fine. You know, if you want them to last for 15 years, maybe you up level a little bit and buy it a more expensive brand. But you really I don't see a lot of negative, and I don't think you're going to do it wrong. Yeah. So I'm giving you permission to just get Try started where you want to. Yeah, and it's something that can be done very easily. You can incorporate it into your lifestyle. It's not going to take a lot of time. It's not going to take yeah. a lot of effort, and you could yeah. have great results. And I know when I'm in the parasympathetic mode, I am so calm and chilled, and it feels so yeah. good. Like, it's so amazing to yeah, really... I mean, I mean, the best example is... Um, for anyone who gets like hangry, like they get really anxious when they're hungry. And then once you eat, you know, not overeat, but kind of like the difference between being starving and ravenous and cranky and just eating a good meal or maybe having a glass of wine. Yeah. Like that's the difference between being kind of in the sympathetic stressed out state and the parasympathetic state. It makes it easier to do everything. It does. Like, you know, your resilience is built up. Like, you know, I, I, it cracks me up. Seattle's traffic, terrible. Sometimes people will cut me off and I won't care. I'll be like, oh, who cares? Maybe they're in a hurry. Other times, four-letter words fly out of my mouth. I'm the same person. I'm just either in the sympathetic state or the parasympathetic state, and that kind of um, determines my resilience to react to external stimuli. Right. And and I like to bring this all full circle with this, the healthy me, because that's why I created this whole um, podcast and whole site about the healthy me is that you have to find your healthy center and, and yes. who you are because you have to recognize when you're not that healthy person. Because <laughs> like when you say those, those words come flying out, you know that's not your, your healthy person. And yeah. there's probably a reason. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be able to automatically cha- make those changes, but to be aware of who the yes. healthy person is because then it's, and, and we talked about balance, bringing yourself back to balance. When you start making those 
four-letter words come out of your mouth, you can recognize it and go, holy moly, I'm not healthy right now. Something's going on. And then you can bring yourself back to balance. But awareness is the key and the first step. So I that's why this whole thing was built around the healthy me and figuring out who that is so that when you are outside of that healthy person, you can bring yourself back to that that core healthy person. Yes, and oils are a very fast route to get there. And they are, and they work. Yeah. And I mean, not just, I mean, I know they work. So I'm preaching to the choir uh, only because... I, that's what I use in all of my formulas is essential oils because I know topically what they do and internally yeah. at the cellular level what they do. You just found another way to do it um, exactly. with incorporating your central nervous system, which is, right. you know, dead on and awesome. So I high five to you. <laughs> high five back. I love your stuff. Thank you for having me. Jody. where can we find you? Because everybody out there is dying right now that they need to sniff something. Vibrant Blue Oils, V-I-B-R-A-N-T, blue like the color, oils. And if you have questions, you can email me at info at Vibrant Blue Oils. And we have a special gift for you guys. Awesome. Yeah. And I know you're going to give a gift uh, coupon code. So um, we can... We'll give a coupon code. And I think I'll give away um, the first chapter of my book, which goes into a little bit more detail about how you know, essential oils work and why they work. Just if you're curious and you're new to this and you want a little bit more science and data. Yeah, and that's an awesome book. I have a copy of your book. And so everybody uh, can email you or they can go to your website. And um, what about Facebook? Are you on Facebook? You have Facebook, don't you? I I am on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest. Actually, we have great pins. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So (laughs) check out Jody. Uh, from Vibrant Blue Oils, and kudos to you. Thank you so much for joining me. What you have is amazing. You have an amazing gift, not just, and I I thank you for sharing that gift to the world because so many people have the gift, but they don't let other people have part of their gift, which is mostly the joy of giving the gift is giving the gift. So I thank you for giving the gift. And you too. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Jody. Trina here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, Subscribe to the Healthy Me podcast and be sure to rate it and review it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. You can like the Healthy Me Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at thehealthyme underscore com. Remember, the info on the Healthy Me podcast is not to be taken as medical advice. You should always talk with your doctors before trying anything we discuss. Until next time, live in your Healthy Me.